Hi, and thank you for tuning in to the Campus Rush Podcast. We know that this episode today is going to bless your life and take your vision to the next level. We hope that you can share it, subscribe, and be a part of what God is doing right here at Carleton University, around the world, at Campus Rush. Come on, tap somebody, say neighbor. Come on, say neighbor. God is exalted. (laughs) The devil is defeated. And you have the victory. I feel like you didn't like that neighbor. Tap somebody else. Say neighbor. God is exalted. The devil is defeated. And we have the victory. So can victorious people shout because you have the victory. Can victorious people scream because you have the victory. Because you have the victory. seated in the presence of God. YOF 19. Good Lord, it's good to be here. In 2015, we were set on fire. 2016, God brought us deeper. In 2017, we caught momentum. In 2018, God gave us the energy. And now we have the energy to move. This year we are moving from glory to glory. I don't know if there's one person that can believe it. I have my message, but I feel the Holy Ghost. Can I decree to somebody in this building tonight that by the time Sunday comes around, your life is moving from one level to the next level. I'm not talking about stagnation. I'm talking about you are going from one level to the next level to the next level because what God wants to do through this generation is going to demand you to move from where you are. In fact, take two steps forward because this is going to be your testimony. God is bringing you two steps closer to your destiny. Two steps closer to your life. Two steps closer to your next level. Two steps closer to where he needs you to be. I decree and declare that under this atmosphere, God is going to take you to where he needs you. If you believe it, shout yes. Please be seated. The year was 2003. The year was 2003. Thank you so much, Ben. You guys are amazing. The year was 2003. We were living in the city of Hamilton, Ontario. Anybody know where Hamilton is? Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, we got some people from Hamilton. Where are my Hamilton people at? Okay, they're over here, over here. I see you. I see you. The year was 2003. We were living in the city of Hamilton, Ontario. I was just in grade school, and I saw that there were sign-ups for the track and field team. So I went knowing me, and I love basketball. Shout out to the Toronto Raptors. Thank God they won. Hey, come on. Let's give it up. We the North, come on. Come on. Come on. We're silencing all the haters, but we love, we love Toronto Raptors. <laughs> this house is a house that loves the Toronto Raptors. And um, anyways, anyways. So the year was 2003, and, and I went to sign up for the track and field team, and, and the coach assessed me, and he says, you know, Kofi, you're good for 200 meters, 300 meters, and 4 by 100 meter relay. I said, cool. So we started doing conditioning. We started, you know, practicing and working out towards that. And uh, we went to one track meet one time. And as I went to the track meet, uh, I began to run. And as I was running, the, 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 you know, the, the, the person there took the gun and, they, you know, they blew the gun. And we were there. And, the, and he said, on your mark, it said, and everybody started running, and that feeling right there is crazy right there. And I began to run and run and run, and I was running the 200 meter. 
And as I was running the 200 meter, I was running along the side, just about to get to the finish line, and then I saw my mom, and I saw my grandmother, I don't think they remember, and I got distracted, and I began to turn to them, and I started waving to them as I was running, and I was waving to them, and I started looking cool, I started checking my shirt, and I was waving to them, and as I was waving to them, everybody was passing me by, and in that race, <laughs> I came in last place in that race, and uh, wow, thank you, Jesus, that right now I'm first place in your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. He will make the last the first. But anyways, that is not my sermon. I just want to let you know that I used to run track and field. That's all I wanted you to get from this story. There's no deep revelation. I just, I ran track and field. And, um, and, and as I was running that, my coach told me after I finished, he said, Kofi, it's not about the person who, 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 who gets there first. It's about the person who ends the race. He said, Kofi, at least you finished the race. He said, at least you finished the race. He told me, he said, Kofi, understand that starting is easy, but finishing is not always the easiest. Many of us have started things, but we lack the finishing grace. I believe that by this conference end, you're going to receive finishing grace. You're going to finish the course that God has set before you. When you're talking about races, there's no way you can talk about race in the Bible without looking about the life of Apostle Paul. We're going to jump to this real quick in the scripture. We look at 2 Timothy. And there is a way that he commands us to live our faith and walk our faith. We're looking at 2 Timothy 4, verses 6. I'm going to read this. I'll do a few things, and by God's grace, I'll have you out of here in the next 15 minutes. I want us to just start off on a great foot tonight because I feel the presence of God in this building. Our anchor scripture, 2 Timothy verses, chapter 4, verses 6, says it like this. As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. It says, the time of my death is near. It says, verses 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. I'm going to say it again. Verse 7 says, I have fought the fight. I have finished the race. And oh, we will finish this sermon in Jesus' name. <laughs> it says, I have fought the fight. I have finished the race. And I've remained faithful. I love this scripture so much because it talks about the ending and the last words of a man who knew God so well. We're looking at the life of Apostle Paul. And as we're reading this scripture, at the end of his life, these are the final words he's saying to his son Timothy. A young man who's coming up. A young man who is basically his protege. A young man who's his son in ministry. And these are the final words, some of the final words that he's saying. He says, at the end of my life, I've, I've rolled around with the who is who. I've been where I've had to go. And I've been able to, come, to bring down my faith into three main categories. And the number one category that he said was to Fight the fight. It's number one. Can someone shout? I say, fight the fight. fight, the fight. Say, say, shout out louder. Say, fight the fight. From this, we understand that our Christian walk is a fight. We understand that our Christian walk is not a walk in the breeze, but there are challenges, there are things that are come towards us. And Paul, after the end of his life, understands this thing. He says, as after all I've been through, I've come to understand that walking with God is a, is a fight of faith. Just walking with God is a fight of faith. I don't know about you, but some of us had to fight to be in this church. Some of us had to fight to make it to this conference. Who am I talking to? Some of us had to fight to even keep our minds right. Some of us fight our flesh every single day. Some of us have to fight just to stay sane. Some of us have to fight just to be believers. I don't know what you're fighting, but I want to tap to your neighbor, talk to your neighbor and say, fight is to keep the faith. 
Just keep it. If you know Timothy's story, you know that he comes from a lineage of people who love God. His grandmother to his mother and now to him. And of course in the scripture, you know that he, it then says in the scripture to stir up the gift of God. We're not going there tonight. But you have to understand that Paul recognized that Timothy had a lineage of ministry. And he says, keep the faith. He says, as you're walking this walk, I've come to know you as a man who knows how to keep the faith. So I'm telling you, keep the faith. Somebody shout this. They sustain. What do we learn from this in Paul's story? We understand that the Christian walk is a walk of endurance. When people smile at you, then talk behind you, you have to be faithful. When, when, when people look at you sideways when you walk and you're doing the work of ministry, yet there's things that are happening in ministry that can take you off the course, God says after Paul to be faithful. When, when, when you give and give and give and nobody ever gives back to you, God says be faithful. Our generation doesn't know how to be faithful. In fact, we're such a quick generation. We're such a quick generation that we cannot be faithful to our partners. We're such a quick generation that we can't be faithful to our churches. So we have online pastors. Uh-oh. The reason why we can't be faithful as a generation, the reason why we can't be faithful as a generation is because when it comes to church, in church you're going to get the diet you want. But when you go online, you get to pick what you want to eat. You get to pick. you When you watch online sermons, you type in, message to make me feel good. But a message pops up. So you're getting fat on things you shouldn't be eating. But when you get to a church, you'll learn how to serve. When you get to a church, you'll learn how to be faithful. When you get to a church, you'll learn how to be steadfast. When you plant yourself, you shall be faithful. Somebody shall sustain. You gotta endure and keep the faith. You gotta be faithful. You gotta be faithful. We gotta be faithful. You gotta be faithful. You gotta be. You gotta be faithful. We we gotta understand to to be rooted in a place. How could you grow and make fruit if you're not rooted and grounded in soil? You do not get fruit unless your roots are deep in something. We are not looking for a generation who is just gonna flare up. We're looking for a generation who is gonna blaze on fire. In order to blaze on fire, you need to be planted in fire. The Bible says Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went inside the fire, and as they went inside the fire, there there was another man that was a fire. There was a four man inside there. I've come to tell you, stop looking for your answers on Google. Begin to look for your answers in the church. We have the answers to business. We have the answers to strategy. We have the answers to God's desires. We have the answer to the world. Somebody shout, I am the answer. Good God, turn to three people, give them a slap high five and say, neighbor, we about to get it. 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 Y'all can bring the thing. The last thing he says, he says to run the race. He says, I finished the race. I finished the race. I finished the race. What do we learn from Paul? We learn that the Christian walk is a race. The message version says it like this. This is the only race worth running. It says, I've run hard to the finish. I've run hard to the finish. It means that as I'm running this race, I'm not slowing down. I'm running hard to the finish. It means that as I'm running from glory to glory, as I'm going from place to place, as I'm going from grace to grace, I'm running hard to the finish. To be able to run to the finish means you have your goal in your mind. That's another issue in our generation. We don't know the goals that we want. Everybody wants to do the same thing. Thing, but God has a divine assignment 
assignment for you and if you are here God has an assignment for you and you need to be able to finish the course so find out that assignment and be steadfast and finish the race finish the race finish finish the race finish the race I'm not preaching yet I just want to introduce the topic of motion I have five minutes please be seated please am I preaching here somebody say preach pastor the race the race he says I've run the race right to the finish and 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 I love this it says and I've also believed the whole way there's something about don't mind them don't mind them don't mind them. there's something about believing as you're running towards your course it says as I've run this course I ran this course and I was believing the whole way as I ran this course so Paul what do we understand from this we understand that for Paul to have finished the race. Paul didn't say that he won the race. Paul said he finished the race. You are not in competition with anybody. The, Paul is just saying finish the race. The way that you will finish it is different from the way that I will finish it. The way that I will do things is different from the way you will do things. Paul didn't say I won the race. He said I... No, 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 you're not here. Paul didn't say I won the race. He said I... I finished the race. That means that the spirit of competition needs to die. There's no more competitions between denominations. There's no more competition between preachers. There's no more competitions between churches. I love my brother, Pastor Pierre, because he has a rich anointing. And when he comes, I don't compete. I complete. We complete each other. What I don't finish, he finishes. When I start, he ends. <laughs> don't get me started in here. I don't want to preach like this. It's the first night. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I don't want to preach like this. Uh, we, we don't compete against each other. In fact, I say, I say, Pastor Pierre, this is what I want to do for the next two months. What do you think about it? And he says, Kofi, this is a great idea. Try this and try that. Try this and try that. Because he understands that he has a grace on his life. And I have a grace on my life. And when we come together, Pastor Pierre, please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Clap for the man of God as he comes. He understands that as, as my anointing links with his anointing, where I'm weak, he's strong. So as we're walking towards the mark, when I get weary, he can carry me. He can carry me. He can carry me. He can carry me. Some of you guys don't need a boyfriend. Some of you guys need a mentor. You don't need a girlfriend. You need a pastor. You need a mentor. You need to be submitted. Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. One will chase a thousand, but two, two will chase 10,000. It will put 10,000 to flight. So where I don't make it, he makes it. Where he doesn't make it, I make it. You know what? Can you link hands with your neighbor right now? And say, neighbor, we're going to finish the race. Oh, no, no. Say, let's say, we're going to finish the race. Say, we're going to finish the race. Now give God some glory right there. Please have your seats. No one wins the race by standing at the starting line. You want to be in ministry but not do the work. Oh, my God. You want to be a man of God, a woman of God, but you, you have things that you can't cut off. You have secret sins that you want to air out. 
You have, you have things in the closet that you're just praying to God to make sure that people don't see what you've been doing in the nighttime. But I'm trying to tell you that if you want a different type of oil for motion, you have to sacrifice the anointing, sacrifice for the oil. You see, you never win the race standing in the same spot. You have to move. You have to move. Daddy, you see, the Bible says that there was a man who was by the pool of Bethesda. And the Bible says that Jesus was walking by. And as he walked by, he saw a man who had been lame for 30 plus years. And the Bible says Jesus went beside him. And Jesus said, do you want to be made well? He says, Master, I cannot be made well. Because every time the water is stirred, every time there is a movement around the water, oh my God. Every time there is motion around the water, every time there is a conference, every time YOF comes around, every time there's an opportunity, there's nobody to care me inside and Jesus said you know what if you want to be made well pick up your mat and walk I want you to understand something Jesus didn't carry him Jesus told him to get up if you want to get what you got to get you got to do what you got to do if you want to go to the next level don't wait for nobody to throw you in pick your own self up and do what you got to do if you want to be a man of God do what you got to do you want to be a businessman do what you got to do somebody said I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it so I'm going to do it. So I'm going to do it. You have to get up. We're talking about running. Please be seated. I'm, I'm finishing up here. I'm finishing up here. Good Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You see, when we talk about running, running has a lot to do with motion. You see, the definition of motion is that motion is the action or process of moving or being moved. You see, physics that defines motion as the change in position of an object with respect to its surroundings. So that means that surrounding has a lot to do with motion. Who you surround yourself with has a lot to do with how far you're going. You want to make it in life, but you keep surrounding yourself with people who are not about what you're about. You see, when I started this ministry, God told me, God said, Kofi, find like-minded people who are interested in what you're interested in. So if you ask me, and I don't have many friends outside of the circle of ministry. I have a one, two, one, two. Why? Because I understand for the assignment and the race God has called me to, I need to be around people who also have in mind the end of the race. 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 Is Pastor Kizito here? Is he here? Somebody grab him, wherever he is. Please come to the front. I want him to teach us something as we're going into this next level of motion. Please, could you clap for the man of God as he's coming up here? <laughs> Pastor David, are you here? I have this, 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 this bench press that's here. And I want us to be able to demonstrate. Motion, no, please come. I want us to be able to demonstrate motion. And I want to speak something and decree. And I'm going to stand upon this demonstration to decree what God is about to do for the next four days. Please, please go on. And Pastor Gazito, can you explain to me how when it comes to this, that there is motion that is involved. Please explain to us what is going on here. All right. So thank you so much, Pastor Kofi. So currently, this, um, this, these weights are at rest. So they are not moving. Yes, sir. And by the definition that you gave... It has to be, motion has to do with the change of the position of an object, yes, which in this case is going to be these weights yes, with regards to the environment. Yes, so now what is going to happen when he's benching these weights yes, is that he's going to move them from where they are. Yes, and his ability to move these weights yes, depends on the amount of force he exer exerts on this bar. Okay. 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 
the force has to be at least equal to these weights. At least equal. At least equal. So, so you can't fight a battle that you're not equipped for. Not at all. You can't fight a battle you're not equipped for. Not at all. So it has to be at least equal. At, at, at least, least. At least. At least. At least. At least. Equal. At least. Okay. So this is, this is how God spoke to me about this. God said that this bar right here is our faith. And he said that these are the situations, the depression, the anxiety, the things that this generation is dealing with. And he says that this is what we need to do. Somebody help me because I don't know, Pastor David, can you, can you do this? Can, can you do this? PPA, please tell it. Come and help me. I feel for him. I feel for him. Oh, clap for the young man as he's coming. Jesus. My God. <laughs> he's my trainer, so please give it up for Yanko Fit. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. So, please take this weight down, and, and I just want you to put it on his chest. This is what a lot of us are dealing with right now in this generation, is that we have the faith to move the mountain, but yet we're not applying the energy to move it. You see, you need energy to have motion. You need an external force to be able to move something. So unless we have built our muscles up in faith, we cannot push the things of this generation. We begin to now put the generation at a loss if we don't build up the muscles of faith. That's why the Bible says that if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. God is talking about you lifting up something. He's talking about you applying motion before he applies motion. I'm talking to somebody tonight to let you know that this generation and this weekend, we are going to the gym. What we are doing is building the muscles so that we can lift the weights of this generation. We are building faith right now. Now, this is where it occurred to me. Please be on your feet. I'm done here. This is what occurred to me. This is what occurred to me. As I was doing research, I understood that just as I was running that race when I was in the third grade, and I was looking at my mom, as I began to look at my mom, I realized that I was actually growing tired. I was actually growing tired, but I knew that I still had to finish the race. So I did some research, and I found out that when it comes to exercising and exuding energy, there's this thing called second wind. Second wind. Someone say second wind. Say second wind. And, and second wind is this. Second wind is this. Bring it down. Second wind is when you are at the point whereby you have been lifting and lifting and you have no more energy in you, there is something called the second wind. Someone shall say second wind. Shall say second wind. And the second wind applies energy. This weekend I see the wind of the Holy Ghost is entering you. And there's a second wind that is coming. There's a second wind that is coming. There is a second wind that is coming. And that wind is going to give you energy to have motion. Somebody shout motion. Shout motion. Shout motion. Shout motion. Turn to three people say you are moving forward this weekend. I'm tired of weaknesses beating up people. I'm tired of the generation being lost because of sin. I'm tired of this generation being lost because of problems that we've been battling and battling and battling and fighting. This is the weekend that we take these things under control and we say, devil, get your hands off. This is the weekend where the second wind comes so we have the energy to push in motion. This is the weekend. This is the weekend. This is the weekend. We are fighting the fight. We are keeping the faith. 
and we are running the race and this weekend you will lift that weight somebody just go like this and say I'm lifting 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 good Lord good Lord I came here to introduce the topic matter of this conference there are preachers who are going to come and preach this place down I came to set the tone for what God is going to do. Hey, this weekend, God is going to come like the wind. We were in a prayer meeting on Monday. We came here to strategize and plan. And the power of God flew, just flowed through this room. I'm telling you, we prayed for 40 plus hours in this very building for a move of God. Don't let there be a move of God and you not know there is a move of God. You can receive God's grace right now as you are standing right here. And as we were here, God spoke to us and God said that there was going to be a wind. And he said the one thing about the wind is that you don't know where it's coming from and where it's going to. He said this weekend, God is going to speak through the mundane things. It may not even be a message. It may be a smile at the door. It may be a conversation over lunch. It may be a breakout session tomorrow. He said, God is going to come as the wind. And as that wind enters into you, you'll have the energy to have motion. I pray for you tonight. Raise your hands. Blow, blow, overwhelm my heart and take control. Oh, Holy Spirit, flow, flow, all Blow, 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 blow. we come before you this evening we pray oh God that you will give us the grace to keep the faith to fight the good fight to run the race God God we thank you oh Jesus that you are giving us the second wind you're giving us the second wind oh God some of us have been tired oh God serving some of us, oh God, I've been tired, oh God. But tonight we know that the second wind, the Holy Ghost, oh God, you are coming, Holy Spirit. You are here, Holy Ghost, to breathe new life into 
our lungs, oh God, and give us the energy we need for motion. Help us, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give God a good praise tonight as you have your... Thank you for tuning in to the Campus Rush Podcast. If you enjoyed this message and want to partner with us, visit us at www.campusrush.org to become a global partner or to partner with us in giving.